0: Welcome to the Mac Metallic Podcast, where we respect the fashion's past, analyze fashion's present, and get excited about fashion's future. I'm Liberty Impop, founder and creative principal of fashion media company Manic Metallic. Several times per week, I'll bring you episodes about exciting things happening in fashion, discussion about current issues facing the industry, and the places and people that have made the fashion industry great. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Instagram at the Metallic Podcast and... At Medic McCallum. Both linked in our show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Medical College Podcast. I'm Liberty, your host. We had promised a couple of episodes ago that we were going to do a full review of Gucci Garden, which I visited while on my honeymoon back in June. So that's what we're gonna do today. You know, we already wrote the article, it's up on the website, but I want to talk just a little bit more about it on a podcast, give a few takes, you know, talk about a few nuances that wouldn't necessarily make it into the article. So let's get to it. So first, a few basic facts about Gucci Garden. It was originally opened in 2011 under the name Gucci Museum in Florence, and it was rechristened in 2018 under the new name Gucci Garden. It contains a lot of different exhibition spaces, the museum being the centerpiece of it. It has a boutique where you can purchase goods from the brand. There's a Michelin Start restaurant, and there's a bookstore that carries other gifts for you to purchase as well if you desire to do so. I'm going to talk a bit now about the experience of getting to the museum, waiting in line, and getting and to get our tickets. So when we went, My husband and I, it was a very, very hot day, and Italy was in the midst of a heat wave. It was really hot in Florence. So we get there, and there's a really long line, which, of course, it's a Gucci institution. That's gonna happen. That's to be expected. So we get there, and we're waiting. It ends up being over 40 minutes in line that we waited in a sweltering heat, which wasn't ideal. It seemed that the attendants were letting people in at a trickle, but yet there were also people coming into the museum that didn't have to wait in line or getting the skip. And I'm not quite sure what that was. Was that a part of the rules for the museum? Was it just something that I didn't know about? But it was really disappointing waiting in that long of a line on that hot of a day and then seeing others just get to skip the line. And these attendants almost seemed kind of smug about the position that they were in that Oh, look, we have all these people in a line, and we just get to choose who comes in and who goes out at whatever point. And maybe that's just me being upset and thinking that, but that's what it seemed like at the time. So once we finally got into the museum, the desk attendants were actually really friendly. You know, we joked with them a bit, you know, we got our tickets, and then we went up to the stairs to the exhibition, which the staircase was interesting because. Up on the ceiling and along the walls, you had the whole thing basically being covered in graffiti, which I didn't know it at the time, but that was actually a reference to the student riots in Paris of May of 1968. So anyway, we get up the stairs and we walk into the exhibition, which was, by the way, titled Archetypes. And that's an exhibition that had originally begun in May of 2021 as a part of Gucci's 100th anniversary celebrations as a brand. So... Interestingly enough, it was still going. I'm going to guess that it has something to do with the pandemic and the fact that they just want a wider audience to be able to see what's on offer there. Although, I have to say, I'm not sure how often that Gucci garden switches out its exhibitions. But anyway, Archetypes is still in air. And what it is is a recreation of Alessandro Michele the creative director's ad campaigns for Gucci. A few of the more interesting ones. It's meant to be that and also an exploration of the creative vision of Michele, and just like the impact that he's had on the brand since taking over in 2015 as creative director when Frida Giannini departed the company. So I got up the stairs and there is this installation piece which was created to resemble a subway. Basically, it had straps and poles and seats and there was a mannequin that was dressed in head to toe Gucci, which... That makes complete sense given the location. And there were sound effects that basically created an atmosphere that you were on a moving train. Now, by the way, the entire exhibition was a true masterpiece in installation art. It was extremely immersive and I can't think of any exhibit that I've been to fashion or not in recent memory that's been so fully immersive and it did a really good job of explaining what the brand is about and really just bringing you up to speed on what Gucci has been up to over this past six to seven years but let's continue so I'm not going to explain every single exhibition space, every single room that we were in while we were there because there were many to be seen, but I will go over a few. So one room that I took particular interest in was a room that was arranged with mirrors that created a maze of reflections for both yourself and others. So you're basically walking around like a mouse in a maze and the entire thing's mirrored and... You know, it's, it's pretty trippy, actually. So that was one that I thought was interesting. There was also a room designed to resemble the lights of Tokyo. A lot of purples and greens. There were windows that display various shoes and dresses, jackets, skirts. I really liked that one, and I think that a lot of other people did, too, because it took forever to wait for people to dissipate so that we could get photos to bring back Attic Metallic. One of my favorite parts was actually this room that had a metallic fringe curtain that, if you went inside of it, it contained a couple of dancing mannequins. I thought the vibe of that one actually had a pretty interesting nightlife vibe about it. Then there was this room that contained dinosaurs and, and aliens and a lot of other creatures, which some of them are probably prehistoric also. And there was a sofa that was sitting in the middle of a lot of really tall grass and It was so tempting to go and sit on it. It took everything to stop me from doing that. The couch was actually pretty cottagecore, and if you want to see a photo of it, go over to the Manic Metallic link to see our Gucci review, which I'm going to link in the show notes for you, just in case you want to get a look. One of the last notable exhibition spaces was this one where there was a red and pink bathroom that was occupied with a lot of mannequins dressed in really retro clothes. Some were standing in front of the mirrors and near the sinks, and there were others that were situated inside of bathroom stalls. And you looked over at it, and all that you could see were these shoes that peeked out from beneath the door, and you wonder, oh, wow, this actually looks pretty it looks like a pretty realistic situation. It's a pretty good Instagram photo op, actually, if you're into that sort of thing. If I were to give my overall take on the music, I might say that it's really eclectic, it's really wild, it's pretty crazy actually, but it's very much a marker of the type of work that Alessandro Michele has done since taking over as creative director in 2015, and I believe that the exhibit does his work justice. Now, I also think that there were a lot of points at which it was truly over the top. You know, while I like the fact that it was as immersive as it was, there were points where it was so visually overwhelming that it was a distraction. If you were a person that gets overwhelmed fairly easily, then it would actually be pretty unsettling but I think that if you enjoy fashion and you enjoy Gucci's work or even if you just enjoy and respect good creative work then you'll like this exhibit. Now after getting done with the exhibitions themselves which ended up taking I'd say about an hour or so We went to the boutique portion of Gucci Garden and no photos are allowed there. Not quite sure why. But as soon as we pulled out the camera, we were told by the sales reps, you know what? You can't take photos here. So we put the camera away. We got to look around. Everything's expensive, obviously. So eventually we just had a bad taste in our mouth because we couldn't get photos and Nothing was affordable. And so we left the boutique portion and we went over to the bookstore because I'm nothing if not a book-obsessed person. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll just grab a book or some other gift from the shop. And, you know, we get over there and there are plenty of books and journals and cards and pillows and travel accessories. A lot of interesting stuff. But by that point, I really just wanted to take it all in. I didn't want to engage in any buying So that's what we did. We looked around a bit and then we left. We debated back and forth. You know, do we want to check out the restaurant? Do we want to get a quick snack? We ended up leaving and going to a (laughs) a gelato shop not too far away about like about a one to two minute walk because the prices of the restaurant were something that, you know, we weren't interested in partaking in. And plus we were there on our honeymoon and we had to last in Europe for a whole entire month off of our budget. So, you know, so we did go in, but from what we hear, I mean, it's nice. It's a Michelin Start restaurant, so I'm sure it's worth it. And that's going to be it. Gucci Garden did a really, really impressive job at making the museum something that everyone can go into and learn about the a brand and just have a good time. You know, I feel like the day and age that we're in there aren't that many things you can do that don't cost a lot and you can also have a good time doing it which the exhibition is mind you going to be the most affordable part of being there but it's completely worth it if you happen to be in Florence at the time And again, I definitely recommend going over to take a look at the review that we wrote. It's going to have a lot more specifics about the exhibit, but I just wanted to hop on and talk a little bit more outside of the article about my trip, you know, with my husband, of course, to Gucci Garden. So, yep, definitely go take a look at that article. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And yeah, it's on view right now. I'm not quite sure when it's going to close, but... Try to get there as soon as possible. It's been open since May of 2021. It's definitely not going to last forever. Tune in for our next episode. It's going to be a Who Is, and we're going to be taking a look into 90s designer Todd Olam. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you got value out of today's episode, it'd mean a lot to me if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Manic Metallic Podcast. Be sure to tell all of your fashion and client friends and co-workers about the podcast as well. This would really help us to spread our message about fashion being an art, discipline, and force for societal change. And don't forget to stay in touch with us by subscribing to the Manic Metallic newsletter and following us on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to us through either of those meetings. I'd love to hear from you. I'll link these all in the show notes. You're your best. See you next episode.